0: Welcome to Kingdom Leadership. In Matthew 20 and 25, Jesus called his disciples together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentile lord over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. It is not that way among you, but whosoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. God has called us to lead in a way that serves others and advances the kingdom of God. Please join our hosts as they discuss scriptures, principles, and strategies for leading in a way that brings glory to God and blesses you and those you serve. You may also visit us online at Iamakingdomleader.com to submit your questions or access past episodes. Let's go.
1: Kingdom leaders, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Depending upon where you are in the world, listening to Kingdom Leadership Radio, where our mission is to train, equip, and prepare leaders to lead in a way that advances God's kingdom. We want to prepare and equip you to do all God has called you to do, and for you to do it in a way that fulfills God's promise for you, gives God glory, and draws others to God. Welcome again. I am very excited about this first Coffee with Charles segment of Kingdom Leadership Radio. I am your host, Elder Charles Brazil, Jr., from Life-Changing Faith Christian Fellowship, 7185 Main Street, Frisco, Texas, 75034. The Coffee with Charles segment will be a series of conversations about leadership from a Biblical perspective. Our series entitled, Biblical Leadership, will focus on God's plan, God's blueprint, and God's example of leadership. We will examine those God called and equipped to lead. You see, in society and the world, there are many examples of leadership. Some of those examples were good, some are bad, Some are effective, and some not so effective. Even my personal board of directors includes leadership mentors from various industries. However, I cannot think of a better, more qualified leadership example than God himself. Now, wait a minute, I I know what you're thinking. You're saying to yourself, wait a minute, Charles, Elder Charles, pal, you know, as my pastor likes to say, the biblical leadership books have been written about leading like Jesus. In fact, books entitled Lead Like Jesus, Learning to Lead Like Jesus, Lead Like Jesus Revisited, and Lead Like Jesus for Churches tell us that Jesus was and is the apex of biblical leadership. I agree with you. Yet, Like God, we have to start in the beginning. I say to you again, God is the ultimate leader. Let's set the stage for today's journey about biblical leadership by starting with the question. Where do most people go to learn about leadership? It depends. It depends on who you ask many might look to the world of business or even the military. Some look to politics, while others see models of leadership in the entertainment industry. Most people tend to look to successful CEOs, theoreticians with PhDs, or management consultants to learn about leadership. I often even consult my great-aunt Major General Mary Saunders, United States Air Force, retired for leadership wisdom. (laughs) And I would submit to you that General Saunders might know a thing or two or three or even ten about leadership. The truth is, the best source of leadership teaching today is the same it has always been for millennia. If we want to learn leadership, we should go to the Bible. Yes, the Bible. It is in the Bible that highlights leadership principles that have been woven into it by the One who created leadership. God is the ultimate leader. And God calls every believer to lead others. You see, God arranged his creation or he could have arranged his creation in 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 any number of ways he chose to create human beings who possess spirits and the capacity to relate to him and follow him yet god did not force us to do so when when mankind fell into sin god could have easily executed a plan of redemption That did not include sinful people in the process. But God has called us to participate and to lead others as we follow Him. So here's another question for you. Do you believe that leadership is for everyone? I do. Because every leader who accepts Christ is called to influence others. Yes, everyone. So I would submit to you that leadership is not just for a select few. Leadership is for the believer. I believe before we can lead and be comfortable with the idea of leadership, we first have to understand that God made us to lead, to have dominion over all of the earth. You see, that was made very plain in the beginning of the Bible. Let's look at the beginning of the Bible. Let's look at the book of Genesis. Let's look at Genesis, the first chapter, the 26th verse. And it reads, Then God said, Let us make man, in our image, according to our likeness, let us make them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. This verse tells me, and it should tell you, that God created us, us, mankind, with dominion, with authority, and with influence in our DNA. Do you believe that you were born to lead? Does Genesis 1.26 mean that you and I were born to lead? Well, let's pause and think about that for a moment. Popular theory will tell us that leaders are born, excuse me, that leaders are made and not born. Do you agree? Do you believe, based on Genesis 1.26, that you were born to lead? Where God said, let us make man in our image? Well, you know, I can kind of envision in my spiritual imagination that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are just kind of sitting around in this this vast um, heavenly place and needed something to do, wanted something to do. And God spoke to Jesus and the Holy Spirit and said, let us make man. Let's make him in our image. And by doing that, we will give them dominion. I submit to you, yes, you were born to lead God's people as you Follow God. You and I were born to lead God's people as we follow God. You know, now I'm glad we've kind of cleared that up. Let's go to Webster's Dictionary and look up leadership. Let's figure out what leadership really is. According to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, leadership is the office or position of a leader. The capacity to lead the act or the instance of leading. And I know I really dated myself by using a hardbound dictionary off my bookshelf when I could have gone to Google or Siri or any other artificial intelligence. So, yes, I'm an old one. You know, in his book, Spiritual Leadership, J. Oswald Sanders gives the best definition of leadership that I think I've ever read. He simply stated... Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. If we are followers of Christ, then we should recognize that we are called to influence others. You know, Jesus says it this way in Matthew, uh, the 5th chapter, verses 13 through 16, and I'll paraphrase it. He says, You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, our leadership is about influencing others to follow God. It doesn't matter if you are a stay-at-home mom or corporate CEO. If you call yourself a Christian, if you've received the salvation of Jesus Christ, then you are called to influence others. You know, there is a church expert and a statistician named George Barner, and George asserts leadership remains the most glaring need of the church. People are often willing to follow God's vision, but too frequently they have no exposure to either vision or true leadership. Bonner also concludes nothing is more important than leadership. John Maxwell, a leadership guru, author, pastor and probably one of my favorite writers on the subject of leadership said he wholeheartedly believes that everything rises and falls on leadership. By that he means more than anything else the leadership of any group or organization will determine its success or failure. Leadership is key, and that is why I am so proud to be on this journey with you as we all become stronger Kingdom leaders so that we can lead God's people as we follow God. You can see the impact of leadership frequently in the Bible, for example, in ancient Israel when God's people had a good king, all was well with the nation. On the other hand, when they had a bad king, things went poorly for everyone. Scripture tells us in Proverbs twenty-nine, eighteen: Without a vision, people perish. Leaders cast vision. I think you would say that God was very clear about His vision in Genesis 1, 26. Let us make man in our image and let him have dominion. That's a pretty clear vision, wouldn't you say? Let's look at uh, kind of the call to leadership as a constant theme in the Bible. You know, when God decided to raise up a nation of His own, He didn't call upon the masses. He called one leader, Abraham. When God wanted to deliver his people out of Egypt, he didn't guide them as a group. He raised up a leader to do it, Moses. When it came time for the people to cross into the promised land, they followed one man, Joshua. Every time God desires to do something great, he calls a leader to step forward. Today, God still calls leaders to step forward for every great work. Now, would you agree that God is the ultimate leader? God handed leadership of the earth over to humankind. Now, sin marred our ability to lead like God had intended. However, we learn in Genesis, God's plan and His vision to redeem sinfully independent people from bondage of following their own fallen nature. If we don't follow God's leadership, we are doomed. We are doomed. And that's an example with the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. It provides a major symbol of humankind's arrogance and desire To go their own way instead of God's way. They had a clear vision and strong leadership, but they rebelled against God. That is why God confused their speech and inaugurated their leadership, their new leadership for them. He gave them people into language groups, and then He later chose one group, the Hebrews, as His very own to set examples. For others. As I mentioned, you know, kind of earlier in the program, the Bible and Genesis is packed with leadership principles. God wanted His creation to begin well in the beginning. We see that God communicated His vision for the world to Adam, to Noah, to Abraham, then to Isaac and Jacob. Like all good leaders, God took initiative. Yet, he never forced his leadership on anyone. You know, isn't that like God to be the perfect gentleman? You know, the book of Genesis highlights several leadership principles and leaders that took their rightful place. Uh, A couple of the leadership principles outlined are communication, vision, and problem solving. With communication... Adam failed to connect and communicate clearly with Eve. And we can see that in chapters 2 and 3. With vision, Abraham seized what God showed him. And that is evident in chapters 12 through 22, where Abraham, and his name was Abram, back then followed God's vision. Another... um, Example of vision is Esau. Esau failed to see the big picture when he sold his birthright for food. And we can see that in chapter 25, uh, chapter 32, as well as in chapter 33. The problem solving, Sarah chose not to wait on God's vision to manifest in her life. She chose to solve the problem herself in chapter sixteen, and her maid, say, maid servant Hagar bore Abraham's child. That was not God's plan. We can't solve our own problems. We need the divine wisdom of God. Who are a few leaders in the book of Genesis? Obviously, Adam in chapter three. Adam was the first leader to drop the ball. God gave Adam very specific instructions on how to guard and work the Garden of Eden. Eve. Eve was a leader who learned from failure. Yes, Eve was a leader in the beginning. And that's evident in chapters 4 and the first five verses of chapter 5. There's a guy named Noah who was a righteous man. And that's highlighted in chapter 6. Abraham, a leader who went the distance. Not only did Abraham see what God wanted him to see, but Abraham was obedient to the last detail. And again, that's highlighted in chapters 12 through 25. Jacob, a leader made usable through his brokenness. Jacob was an influential leader, only concerned about himself until God broke him. And we can see that in chapters 25 through 32. And my friend Joseph. Joseph showed us that leadership is a process. Leadership doesn't develop daily. Leadership is a process. Leadership is about growth. Leaders require seasoning to be effective. And we can see that in chapters 37 through 50 of Genesis. Pharaoh leading with humility. Pharaoh sought wise counsel that allowed him to help his people survive the famine. Had he went off on his own understanding, his people would not have survived the famine. So leadership, leading through humility, seeks wise counsel. As you can see, the book of Genesis is filled with leaders Leadership principles that we can learn from. We saw obedience, disobedience, humility, pride, brokenness, short-sightedness, ineffective communication, growth, and maturation. So I ask you again, were you born to lead? I submit to you that God created you to lead. You are a natural-born leader. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Kingdom Leadership. We hope that you've enjoyed Coffee with Charles as we examine leadership through a biblical lens. Remember, God is the ultimate leader. You were born to lead, and we're all called to influence others to follow God. We never want to leave our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to experience Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. The book of Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 9-10 through tells us, If we declare, You are with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we will be saved. For it is with our heart that we believe and are justified. It is with our mouth that we profess our faith and we are saved. If you pray this simple prayer with me, you will be saved. Jesus, you are Lord. I believe that you died and rose from the dead for me. Save me, Lord. I believe it's that simple. May the peace of God rest, rule, and abide with you until our next Coffee with Charles. Well, praise God. We want to celebrate. So if you want to write us or let us know what you thought about this program, how we're doing, if you have any questions or want to offer any kind of feedback, or if you want to listen to previous episodes, please visit us at www.iamakingdomleader.com kingdomleader.com all one word.
0: God bless. Thank you for joining Kingdom Leadership, and we pray you were blessed by today's discussion. You can find us next week at the same place, same time. You may also visit us online to access past episodes and submit questions for future shows by visiting Iamakingdomleader.com. God is calling us to lead in a way that gives him glory, attracts others, and advances his kingdom. God bless you.